What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to, Joe, the very first episode. So when we're on like episode 500, we'll be like, you remember back in the day when we did that very first episode? Guys, this is, this is the Social Media Mindset Podcast, where it is my hope that I will bring on guests that are finding success on social media and, and dig deep into the mindset that it takes for them to achieve at a high level, the struggles that they've had, the successes that they've had, and just be raw and real with you guys. So, so that's what this is about. And, and so I want to introduce to you my very first guest of all time, the man, Joe Brickman. Joe, what's up, man? What's going on, Kyle? Thank you so much for having me, bro. Honestly, when you messaged me, you told me that you're starting something new and then you told me that you wanted me to open up the podcast with you. I'm like, hell yeah. You know, um, social media <laughs> in general to a lot of people is very fearful. It's something that people are very nervous yep. about, um, you know, and someone kind of taking a stance and teaching people, you know, the strategies of how to, you know, put out micro content and how to, you know, do yep. things in a way where they're very methodical and you're following a game plan uh, is things that I've been seeing you and your team do. Um, over the last couple of years and, you know, really in the last couple of months, you know, building out the content creation business. Um, I've been seeing a lot of different things that are pro moves, um, you know, versus people who just decided that they, Hey, they read a couple books or they read a few articles on some, you know, sure. fake Forbes article from some coach and all of a sudden, you know, they know everything. Um, so really honored to be oh, here. Man. I'm really excited to see, you know, what we're, what we're going to go through on this podcast. Well, I, I appreciate the kind words, but this is all about you, right? This episode is about you. It's not about me. And, and so give us real quick, give us the, the 60 second version of, of like, who is Joe? Because I want you to be relatable to the listeners. And so, and, and you know, we're on an elevator for a minute and I'm like, bro, who are you, man? What's your story? Like, give us a little bit of insight. Hey, so my name is Joe Brickman. I'm currently the modern day agent. Um, I'm building out a brand right here in Miami Beach. I'm a real estate agent. Uh, I got my license way back on election day. Uh, you know, I, I looked at myself in the mirror that morning and I said, doesn't matter who's going to win the election. I won the day, uh, you know, and I went out there and got my license, passed my first try, um, been licensed ever since. Um, in the last two months, I've been leveraging social media really strongly. Um, to generate myself organic leads, um, to get myself started in the business here in Miami Beach. Uh, before that, I was a paratrooper in the IDF um, for from 2018 to 2020. Uh, literally since till February 2020, um, I got married in August. Uh, I live with my beautiful wife in, in Miami. Um, before that, I owned and operated my own security company, uh, ADT licensed dealer. Um, and before that, I was doing a lot of B2B sales. 
And then before that, I was doing business direct to consumer sales, as well as production and sales and order fulfillment and warehouse management for Amazon.com. Um, and and you're only for, how how old? How old are you? <laughs> um, I'm 24. Um, and 24 years old. Man, yeah. you you've got more experience than a lot of 40 year olds that I know. That's that's incredible. Well, yeah, you know, for a lot of my life, I always um, would look at my my background and kind of just be very upset as to who I am and you know where I ended up because it was very hard coming up. Um, you know, I grew up in a in a in a religious Hasidic community in Brooklyn, New York. Um, my family still lives there. I'm the only one in my family um, that you know chose to move out and chose to start a life on my own. Um, and it's been very hard, you know, to kind of build it all out on my own. So going through all of these experiences, it gave me an opportunity to really just, you know, in addition, some people they like to throw throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. It gave yeah. me an opportunity to break the whole wall down and and build my own, you know, I love it. Uh, floor plan and and you know, talking in real estate terms, um, and really just keep you know everything exactly how I wanted and do everything, custom build things the way that I will them into reality, and you know, put the the work in to actually build my own life to the standards that I want. I love it. And so I, I want people to know this, right? Guys, when, when, when y'all listen to more episodes of the social media mindset podcast, I'm going to ask them like, cause I already know the answers to these because I want to know hard numbers, right? So I'm asking all of my guests, how much money have you made on social media because of just organic effort and, and because I want y'all to know, this isn't just some fluff podcast where we talk about ideologies and, and, and we don't actually dig in and, and we, we do the work. And so, Joe, you told me that, that in the, just in the last 12 months, maybe even less, uh, you've, you've already generated over 100 grand in, <laughs> in, in money for yourself just through posting on social media, which is unbelievable but, but here's what, what I want to dig into, because this is what fascinates me about you. you. You have not had your license for real estate for very long. Mm-hmm. But on day one, on day one of you having your license, I saw you on Facebook Live educating people on real estate. Mm-hmm. You're, fir- you're first day on the job, right? How... How do you overcome the the fears of of your of your psych your, your, you know your psyche saying, "What are you doing, bro? You don't know you don't know anything about real estate. This is literally your first day. <laughs> How do you overcome that?" So um, I borrowed a philosophy from a good friend of mine, Nick Carpenter, um, who is a legend in his own right. Um, he owns, yep. operates, runs you know a very big coaching group called the Legion of Loan Officers for Mortgage Brokers. And, um, I've He's my next him. interview, by the way. Wow. I'm honored that, uh, that you chose me to go before him. I'm probably going to have to, you know, apologize to him for all that and take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a sad and no. So his philosophy. Right yeah. And I don't want to take anything away from him. So I'm literally just going to share the words and then I'm going to explain to you how I broke it down on my end. Um, yeah. everything that that's built on, it's called learn, do and teach a lot of people out there on social media. What they do is the first thing that they do is they want to teach. They just want to share and they want to talk and they want people to listen to what they have to say. But people don't realize that 
just because you're talking doesn't necessarily mean that people want to listen, right? Have you ever been in a conversation at a family table at a Christmas dinner or at a holiday dinner where auntie Susan is screaming over uncle Jeff and uncle Steven wants to say something and everyone's, and everyone's repeating like this, trying to get attention, but they're not getting the attention because, because no one gives a shit. Yeah. But the second someone turns around and says, who wants dessert? Boom. Everyone says, hey, I want dessert, right? Because all of a sudden you're talking to them to something that's not only is it relatable, but it's something that directly affects them. So I went out there and over the last six years, um, I've literally only been on Facebook since 2014. Um, 2014 is when I was able to get um, my hands on my own cell phone kind of, you know, against the rules and everything and really build up my own account and start learning. I only started using it really strongly in 2016. So really only five years to where I've been pushing it really hard. Um, and what I've learned is that first thing I need to do is I need to learn. So yes, the first day that I was licensed, I did go out there and I did make a live video. And the reason that I was able to teach was because I myself have gone through the issues of not having good credit. I myself have gone through the issues of agents not wanting to talk to me. So I was sharing my own personal experience as well as because I am now a licensed agent, everything that I say comes with authority. So I went and I verified all of my facts and I realized that I'm not sharing anything that's not true. I'm not sharing anything that doesn't belong to me. And I'm not taking anything from anybody else in order to share what I have to share. I am here to only educate and give, give information. So I went and I verified my information. And as soon as I verified that the information was correct, then how can I not share this with people? How can I not go out there and share my message with everybody and educate, you know, the people that are looking you know, to buy houses in North in Miami or to, to, you know, just understand how the market works here in Miami beach, because the market in Miami is very different. So even though I have had a background in investing and rehabbing and flipping over the last six years as a real estate agent, now learning just the ins and outs, little ins and outs of how my market works and how things work, I can now turn around and share that because I've learned I've done, and now I'm here to teach. So I'm not just, you know, saying things in order to say them and look smart. It's actually verified information that I went out and even either confirmed with my broker, confirmed with a lawyer, confirmed with, you know, the NAR website, but everything that I'm sharing is factual. So by me yeah. sharing my video, right, on for somebody on how to repair credit or for somebody on how to do something, essentially what I'm doing is I'm giving people new opportunities. So when I have that fear and every single time before I make a live video, sometimes I don't necessarily have, I don't have a script, right? But I have like a general like idea of where I want to take this, this live video to, right? So in the beginning, I'll bug out for like a quick 30 seconds. And then I remind myself, Hey dude, just trust yourself. You've done this many times. And, and it's, there's nothing different talking to your phone like this than it is talking to your phone like this, because at the end of the day, you know, if you are who you are, and if you are who you say you are, and if everything that you are saying is legitimate and can be verified, then who cares what you're saying and who's listening and how many viewers you have and how many comments you have and whether your video goes viral, doesn't go viral. The point is that if you are intentional on the people that you want to connect with, and you make sure that the content that you're sharing, obviously you're not going to go share cat videos, but if you're talking to people that, you know, are looking to buy properties, you're talking to people that are looking to buy courses and you share them little tidbits over here. Hey, this is what I'm doing to make it easier for my buyers. This is what I'm doing to make it easier for my clients. This is what I'm doing to make it more seamless, you know, to, to build it and scale a team. When you're able to share these things with people, then people automatically feel, wow, this guy has his shit together. This is somebody that I want to actually associate myself with. Because this is somebody that I see 
who's already in the shoes that I want to be in. I want to trade places with this person. And growing up, um, you know, I was taught to only take advice from rabbis and people that have, you know, years of experience and years of, of knowledge and years of things until I realized not nah, the people I want to take advice are the people that I'd be willing to trade places with in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because the people that I can trade places That's with good, are, the people that are doing this shit exactly the way that I want it to be done. And if I can take, you know, the things from these people, not copy them. And I want to make a very clear note here that some people They'll see someone else, you know, looking like they're, they're being successful or looking like they're killing it. And instead of figuring out what their strategy is, they'll just copy the shit they're doing. And it's important to note that when you're just trying to copy somebody, right. In the end, you're going to end up failing even harder than you would had you not tried to copy their stuff. And the reason for that is because you don't understand the strategy, the mindset, the buildup that came into the execution of that strategy. Right. So you don't, you don't know any of that, right? All you really know is is what these other people are saying is what these other people so, are saying so i want to i wrote down three things that you said because bro you you were you're straight you're like we were we were just in social media church like you like you just took us to church man uh and uh and so you know what what i love about what you said that i want the listeners to truly understand is when I asked you about how you did a video on, on day one, you, you said two things. You said, I took my personal experience, which I think a lot of people get built up that we need all of this professional experience in order to be able to do anything. But you took your personal experience and then you gave yourself permission because you said, my license makes me the expert, right? 100%. That real estate license... That real estate license was earned. You you had to you had to go study and take the test, which you said you passed on your first try. And and so I love that you didn't feel like, well, man, maybe I need to hey, get I want to get know, interject there one second. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I want to make a note that until I took my real estate license, I actually failed the mortgage broker exam three times. Um, oh, okay. So I went and I took the mortgage broker exam three times. Um, now think about it like this. I have a high school diploma equivalent, right? I don't have a high school diploma. Um, and I don't have any kind of formal education because the way that I like, I don't have a degree. I don't have any of that kind of stuff. I, I, I taught myself how to read, write, do math and all that kind of thing. And so for me, un like, First of all, just the fact that I went through this whole process of failing the exam three times, and then I went and decided to get my real estate license until I was eligible, like that in and of itself, I took the the failures that I had and the issues that I had, and I used that as fuel and as a way to be able to, to actually push myself because I said, look, earning this license wasn't easy. But at the end of yeah. the day, the fact that I went and I got educated and I got tested and I passed the exam means that... I have earned my right as a designated professional. So you need Absolutely. to find the, a lot of people take the experiences that they've been through and they use those as reasons to not, you want to take those experiences yeah. and reason and use them as reasons to. I love it. Come on, bro, man. That's so good. That's so good. And so what, what I, what I also noticed with you is, and, and, and I'm sure that, that it'll, that this is coming through to the listeners like you're, you're actually passionate about this. Like you're passionate Very about much. serving people, helping people. And, and so I'm curious to hear your perspective. So my perspective has always been, 
Like I'm willing to go on camera and look stupid because I care so much about helping other people. It's not about me. What, what allows you to, to kind of fight through some of those self-limiting beliefs and just put yourself out there anyway. So there's two things over here um, that I think is important to mention. I think the first thing to mention is the fear um, that a lot of people go through. And a lot of people have this weird association with fear. They think that just because you're fearful, it means you can't do anything. Um, you know, when I was in the army, um, there were things that I was scared of doing. Most notably was jumping out of the plane, uh, my first go. Oh, right. Um, so being in the paratrooper is one of the parts of, of, uh, training. And one of the things you have to do is you need to jump uh, a few times, uh, different, different styles, different gear, different times of day, night, uh, dust, dawn, all these different kinds of things to kind of get you in that training. And the first time that I, I jumped, um, I didn't actually jump out of a plane. I jumped out of a, a an apparatus that I kind of was connected to that was supposed to mimic the whole, you know, jumping out and feeling that tug from the, the, the parachute and, and all of that. And it was only 23 feet in the air. So it wasn't really that high. Um, and the first time that I tried to jump, I looked down, I was like, Oh shit. Like, uh, is this a good idea? Am I going to land down on my head? Cause there's just one clip that's connecting me and that's connecting me on my hip. So like, I'm kind of like in the air and it's like, you know, you really have to know what yeah. you're doing in order to jump. Um, so even though we did all these practice dry runs on the ground, you know, now that you're up there in the tower, you're like, fuck, this is real. Like if I mess up, there's, there's a problem. Right. right but right. when it came to jumping out of the actual plane, jumping out of the actual plane was so easy because all they had to do was tell me, get ready. I was ready. Equipment check, equipment check number. I told them my number, you're clear to jump, hit me on the shoulder. And I jumped. Why? Because I spent two weeks in, in jump school. So I spent two weeks in jump school learning how to properly jump, learning how to execute, learning how to do things, learning how to, um, you know, just teach my body how to, how to do all of these things. So when it actually came to jumping and to landing properly, I rolled properly and I landed on the ground properly because of muscle memory. And that's kind of the topic that I, that, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about muscle memory. When I go live, when I'm on yeah. this video right now, there's a mental checklist that I have. How's my lighting? How's my audio? Um, you know, do I look put together? Um, can I smile a lot? Am I happy? Am I in a good mood? Great. Let's do it. Do I know what I'm talking about? Not always, but I have a general topic, right? So that's what I want to tell the listeners. This is the first part of it, right? Is getting over that fear, realizing, yep. you know what, if you're scared, if you're scared of doing a live video, no problem. Open your phone, put it on video, turn it sideways. Like coach Kyle says, put it up against the wall, right? And start talking, record yourself as a video, record a video. Don't listen back to it. Don't look at it. Don't analyze yourself. Leave it there for two, three yeah. days. Okay. Leave it there. Do that again and again and again and again. Do that for a week. And then once you do that for a week, then go live. Because all of a sudden, you're going to realize it's the same movement. Who you're talking to, whether someone sees yeah. it or not, doesn't make a difference. That's the first part I want to talk, talk, talk about. I love that. And that's like jump school, right? Like that's what you're talking about. Just get, going through the motions, getting comfortable, looking at yourself, right? Not having the fear of being live, but just doing the videos privately. Mm -hmm. I, I love it. So that's the first part. What's the, what's the second part? Because nobody and nothing can prepare you for that real moment that, you know, the door to the plane opens yeah. and you're sitting here thinking to yourself, you're like, okay, 
I'm about to jump out of a perfectly fine plane, <laughs> 1,500 feet in the air, and I have about 90, well, 60 to 90 seconds to figure out exactly what I'm about to do, and I'm being weighed down with my body weight and gear. So, you know, once you're in the air, though, and the plane flies away and you feel yourself kind of floating down, you're met with this, this ultimate calm. You're so relaxed because there's no birds, there's no planes, there's no noise until reality hits you. And in reality, on a live video, it would be a comment or it would be a like or it would be feedback from somebody who doesn't approve of your, of your video, which ties right into the second step, which is other people's opinions don't matter when it comes to you sharing knowledge. Because if somebody has something negative to say about you positively contributing to the world, then honestly, you can let go of them and you can go find somebody else to fill that friend spot. I am so confident with what I share on my social media. And a lot of times it can be very controversial and people won't agree with me. And sometimes I know that I'll lose a couple of friends and that's great because if the people that were following me were unfriending me for a post that I made, that's fabulous because I have over a thousand pending friend requests. And the only way to really clear through them is to have these people take out their own trash to allow me right. to now come and invite somebody else into the party. And that's something that I really like doing. And that's because I'm very confident of who I am and I'm confident of the life that I'm building and I'm confident of the career that I'm building. And I'm confident of everything that I do for my clients and everything that I say I stand behind. So that being said, now that I have myself and I'm very congruent about who I am, I'm very clear about who I am. And I'm very clear about the barrier of entry that it is to talk to me, to give me feedback, to do things like that. You know, Every single thing you do, you're going to have somebody that's going to criticize you because 99.9% .9 of people have this thing called jealousy. That is something that they cannot really deal with. And, and right. when someone's jealous of somebody, instead of trying to get on their level, they're going to try and tear them down. It's one of those weird things that the brain has uh, to where, hey, you're better than yep. me. Let me fuck you up. Um, you know, but real educated, real smart, real good people know that if you see somebody that's on a better level than you, you should try and network with them. You should try and talk to them. You should try and connect to them. And that is what finishes my full circle over here. The only way to show people who you really are is by getting on video, getting on camera and showing them who the fuck you are. Because if I you can't it. turn around and talk to people and you can't communicate and you can't share your thoughts, then, then yeah. why would someone want to sit down even to coffee with you if they don't know what you look like? what you talk about, what your yep. views are, you know, and not political views. I'm not talking about political views because politics is not, there's no space for that where I come from. Um, you know, sure. it's more yep. about the, the views on how you perceive yourself, how you perceive your business, where you see yourself in the future, all these kind of things that make up a, a, a well uh, stacked and a, a fully well-rounded kind of picture. That's really what you're looking for. That's what you want to show your clients. Because if someone, if you make a comment in a local Facebook group, and then someone comes to your page and they see a live video about you showing whatever it is that you do. For all you know, yep. they'll message you or they'll leave a comment or they'll want more information. And you can pick up clients faster than anything in the book if you have a good, well-written post, well-thought-out post, or even a marketplace ad, which I guess we'll talk about either now or on a different episode. But that's that's really the message, bro. When it comes to you know making yeah, videos, forget about everything. Yeah, you're 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 100 right. It it positions you to have conversations with people all the time while you're doing whatever you're doing. You know, last night I got, you know, I used to be a pastor and, and I had a guy message me last night who's a realtor in California. And he said, Hey, I, I found you. Somebody talked about you in a Facebook group and it's super cool that you used to be a pastor. I used to be a pastor. And so we instantly started off our very first interaction 
as more than strangers because we found that common bond, right? You have a video out there of you being a paratrooper and another military veteran stumbles across your video. He instantly has more trust in you than he would in me because y'all share Mm -hmm. that bond, right? Of the ultimate sacrifice, the willingness to die for a bunch of people in your country that you'll never even know. And, and so that, that, that's such a powerful way uh, to, to, to do video. And I love the way that you explained it because I want to now turn this to something different because you, my friend have a book coming out (laughs) Yeah, that, that has nothing to do with real estate but it's going to impact your real estate business, right? Because yep. this book is going to open people up to you as a, as, 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 as a person, and it's going to shed light on the subject matter that could be uncomfortable to talk about for a lot of people, but, but it's a story of triumph for you. And so give us a, give us a, little, a little preview of the book, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll dig in a little bit more to how this will play out on social media. For sure. Um, so the book is called Fixing Broken. Um, it's the ultimate uh, guide to thriving in the face of adversity. Um, it's a book that I put together um, with my experiences from the ages of eight years old. Um, well, eight or nine years old, I should say, um, up until uh, 23, uh, where I got married. And that's kind of where I leave it off. Um, because obviously we're working on another book, which talks about you know how to lead a healthy lifestyle with a marriage and, and balance all of that. Uh, but for here, it's really important that my readership has an opportunity to read into the problems that I that I faced and the issues that and the issues that I was experiencing uh, and the things yeah. that I was dealing with, um, you know, and and be able to open up my book, which is split up into four parts. That each one of them helps with a different part. So if you're struggling with how to manage money and how to you know learn about credit and things like that, you're struggling how to build your dream life. You want to overcome you know your struggles. You want to you want to control your mindset. Each of these things are all broken down in a way where you can just open up the book and you can go straight to the the problems that are that are directly affecting you, and then you can read the rest of the book you know at your convenience. But um, as an entrepreneur, um, and I really don't like using that word because a lot of people use that word. Um, that don't really deserve it or don't necessarily do anything to it. But as, as a small business owner and somebody that's been through a lot of adversity as somebody that, you know, really has had people turn around and say, Hey, you're dead to me. Um, as well as, you know, struggling with, with, and living with depression and anxiety, um, and, and having been through, you know, suicidal bouts in my life, um, I, I just really felt that it's important for me to take this and share this book with people who can use it. Um, <clears throat> to empower themselves. And, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, do that like free plus, you know, pay 10 or $20 shipping. I decided not to do any of that. I decided to ship the book for free. And all I'm charging really is for the edit that like the, the, the printing costs, which in- includes the editing, the formatting, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's listed for $24.95 with free shipping. It's available on Amazon. It's available on the website. Uh, the website's fixingbrokenthebook.com. Uh, um, so you can go okay. to that website and you're able to fill that out, um, and you can get that. The ship, the current ship date for the book is February second. Um, that's the date that all of the copies are going to be shipping out. I want everybody awesome. to get access to it at the same time. Um, so yeah, and if you have any questions or if there's anything that someone's uh, you know inquiring about the book, I actually created a dedicated email address for the book, and that's uh, info at What's fixing that? broken the. It's info at fixingbrokenthebook.com. Um, I also okay. created an organization called Broken But Not Alone, which is very strongly tied to this book. 
Um, I feel like a lot of the issues that I faced and a lot of the struggles that I had um, were really just because the fact that I felt severely isolated and I felt like I was on my own and that the world was out to get me. Um, so I wanted to create this organization in a way to where we're coming back here from an, an angle of power. And I'm able to share with people saying, Hey, listen, I understand that you've been through a lot of shit and that, you know, you're struggling with a lot of things, but let me just tell you one thing. You do not have to do this by yourself. There's nothing wrong with you and and you are not alone. And, uh, being able to try and become that beacon for people, obviously it's tied into my real estate career. Um, you know, I tip from, um, all of my income and I donate that back to, you know, the state of Israel, uh, the army, as well as this organization, um, as well as, you know, 10% of the proceeds from this book are going to be going towards the organization too. Um, so really, you know, the whole idea over here is just to kind of create some sort of way that I can continue funding this little passion project to give as many people, um, you know, a voice and to have as many people feel heard. Um, and to really show people that, listen, if there's anybody that can show you that it's possible, it's me because I've attempted suicide twice in my life and I'm still here, you know, if I, and then I looked at myself and I told myself that if I fail at that, I can win at everything else. And, yeah. you know, that was kind of my spinoff off it. Obviously it's a little more technical than that, but that's kind of, you know, how sure. it was. Um, well, bro, and that ties I, am, into- I, I am, I am so uh, grateful that you failed at that both times. So, so that you could be here with, with us right now. And, and what I, what I want people to understand is this is a personal passion of yours and, and your personal passion will fuel your real estate business, right? Because this book is going to allow people the opportunity to get to know Joe, the person that's deeper than just Joe, the real estate expert or Joe, the paratrooper or Joe, the husband, right? And, and, and so what, what people need to know is as you do content for this book, and you do a you do a five minute video about chapter one. You do a ten minute interview with someone else that you know chapter eight really helped their life be better. All of those things are still going to end up resulting in more sales in your real estate business. Because every day when you're a realtor, you're also a, a survivor of attempting suicide. You're also a, a former military person. You're also a husband. Right? We're never not all of our parts. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what I love about watching you, you know, play this out. And, and so for everybody listening, go check it out. Fixing broken the book.com. Uh, I'm going to go buy my copy of it today, which I will expect for you to sign before you send to me. Of course. Uh, I don't expect you to sign it for everybody, but you better sign mine. That, that is my only request. And, and so I want to wrap up our episode with this. Uh, a lot of the people that, that are going to listen to this, Joe, are, are going to, they're going to hear your story. They're going to see similarities, but they're going to try to find ways to give themselves excuses, right? So, so they're going to say, yeah, man, I get that, but you don't understand. I'm just not as confident as you. You, you don't understand. I'm just, I'm not as smart or I'm not as funny or I'm not as good looking or I'm not whatever. What, what's your advice to that person that, man, their business needs to be successful. There's too many people living in their home that depend on them, but -hmm. they're struggling with social media. What, Mm -hmm. what would be that, that one thing that, that you would tell them to, to maybe, 
get their butt in gear a little bit. You know what, Kyle? You're 100% right. I, I do not understand the struggles that you face. And I do not understand how hard it is for you to get out on social media and how hard it is for you to kind of consolidate your thoughts and, and to really post out something that's clear and um, that talks to your clients. Kyle, I want to ask you a question. Okay, If I was able to give you the perfect potion and the perfect solution for complete and total guarantee success to your business, but it would cost you a million dollars in cash that you would have to pay me today. Would you go out and collect money and borrow money from people in order to be able to go out and in order to buy that for me today, because it's a limited time offer that expires at 12 PM midnight. Yeah, obviously, obviously yeah. 100% you would. Right. So now I have another question to ask you, right? If you, if I told you that you were the one who was able to create that ultimate social media success, and all you had to do was be consistent, it doesn't make a difference how you put the video out there or what kind of content you're posting or what you're sharing or what you're talking about. None of that makes a difference. What really makes a difference is that people see you. What makes a difference is that people hear you, people know you, and you know what? People can know you as Kyle, the guy who makes stupid videos about cats that no one's yeah. interested in. But hey, Grant Cardone says all publicity is good publicity. Doesn't make a Amen. difference what people are talking about, so long they're talking about you. So I do want to sell you on that lead gen system and on that ultimate. Um, oh, wow, I just confused myself on my own pitch. And on that ultimate, you know, social media uh, miracle worker machine. But before I do that, I have to sell you on yourself. I need to tell you that no matter what you put out there, people are going to be receptive of it. The people that are negative and say, hey, Kyle, it's not worth it. Don't go start a new business during the pandemic. You're never going to be successful. There's no way you can start a whole new content creation business. Joe, there's no way you can go out there and you can build a whole new real estate business. And within two months, you know, have put 10 deals under contract and and you know, be working with pre-approved buyers and things like that. There's no way. I said, you know what? You're right. There is no way. I'm a makeaway, and I'm gonna show you that it's possible. Because at the end of the Come day, on. once you learn and you teach yourself and you're doing things, then all of a sudden, when someone turns around and says it's not possible, I'm like, hey, what up, motherfucker? I'm doing that, and I got the numbers <laughs> to show that 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 I'm doing what I say, and I got people behind me that will say that I'm doing the numbers I'm saying. So it to you. It might not be possible, but the people who cannot should shut the fuck up and take a seat and should not disturb the people who are doing. And so long as you are one of the people who are doing, then it doesn't make a difference what you're doing or how you're doing it. With time, you'll get more confident. And sometimes you'll come to a realization on your own. I came to realizations on my own of certain things that I can be doing better on my own social media just by doing it so many times. I was like, hey, what happens if I tried this? You know, what happens if I yeah. cut my videos down instead of making a 10 minute video, make a 45 second video sharing something crazy, something amazing. That's all you have to share. And then pop off and say, if you want more information, message me, right? You want to get yeah. creative with how you're sharing it. If one thing doesn't work, yeah. obviously don't continue doing that. Don't be consistent with something that doesn't work, but be consistent with trying different things until you find the one thing that works because no two businesses are the same. No two people are the same and no two ideas are the same. So as you come up with these ideas and you come up with ways to grow your business, then what you have to do is you just need to follow them through. And if it doesn't work, that's no problem. Rinse and repeat. There's a cool, there's a cool, very, very cool feature that we all have in our, in our bathroom and it's called a shower. It doesn't make a difference what you did that night before you could have gone hunting. You could have been at a barbecue. You could have smoked a cigar. You could have been doing whatever you're doing, 
right? But when you come home and you shower, all of a sudden you're fresh, you're clean. It's a new slate. Your wife wants to cuddle with you because now you smell good, right? But if you come home right. yep. from hunting and you smell like sweat and you smell like dirt, it's like, Kyle, get in the shower. Joe, get in the shower. And it's very true because once you change that, right? And if you realize that every time you get on social media, you just took a shower, you completely change. You can change your shirt, you can change your haircut. People see who you are. And if you're doing it every single day, then every single day, people are going to get to see a different part of you. And if I can sit on your feed and I can see 30, 40 videos of you, they keep popping up. All of a sudden, I feel like I know you. I see you in the morning, I yep. see you in the afternoon, I see you at night, I see you when you're sad, I see you when you're angry, I see you when you're happy, I see you when you're struggling, I see you when you need help, I see you when you're talking to people, I see you when you're sharing your successes with other people. And when I see you in all these different ways, all of a sudden, eventually there's going to be that one thing that's going to come up, you're going to be like, damn, I got to get in on that. I need to listen. I need to connect with this guy. And that's what's going to, to push people to, to get to you. That's why it's so important to cross share all of your posts with Facebook on Instagram, as well as on YouTube and as well. So they're searchable. So people can find you because the more people that find you, the more opportunity you're giving to yourself and the people that can find you, the more opportunity you're giving to them to reach out to you. Because I would never reach out to certain people unless I was retargeted with their ads three or four or five times, right? Unless I was able to Google them and look yeah. them up. So you want to make sure that you're searchable. You want to make sure that you're findable and you want to make sure that you have as much educational content as possible out there because education yep. is one thing that you cannot dispute with. You cannot argue so, with education. So Joe, this is why you're episode number one, bro. <laughs> just, just bring in, just bring in the fire. And, and so, man, I just, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I know you and I could, we could do this for an hour and, uh, and, and, and have a blast but you got to go put a contract on a house. And, um, and so if, if anybody wants to follow you, where, like, what's the best way for them to, to find Joe in your natural habitat? So you can Google my name. Um, and I come up on the first page of Google. Um, so you can choose how you want to connect with me. I got my Facebook, my Instagram, my YouTube channel. Uh, you can follow my YouTube channel. It's Joe Brickman. Uh, you can, send a like to my business page, the modern day agent. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Joe Brickman, send me a message to connect. I'm at the 5,000 friend limit, but I'd love to connect to you and help you out. However I can, uh, you can reach me on my office line directly, uh, 786-755-1566. I'm usually on the phone. Um, so you can just send me a text message as an initial method of contact. And I'll reply to you as soon as I see awesome. it. And I'm um, looking forward to connecting with y'all. Awesome, bro. Man, thank you again for uh, being being guest number one on the Social Media Mindset podcast. It's, it's been incredible. Guys, thanks for, thanks for listening. Tune in for the next episode next week. We'll continue to bring you value. We'll talk to y'all soon. See yes, sir. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.